0: Good morning. morning. Welcome to the house of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Whether you are here worshiping with us in the sanctuary or whether you are worshiping with us from home, God is with us. Amen. 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 Yes. If you happen to be joining us for the first time today, I'm Pastor Ann and I am honored and blessed to serve alongside Pastor Andy here at the Way Woodstock where we are committed to being a family of faith who are, who are committed to sharing in hope, living with purpose for the sake of others. Now, as Andy said earlier, Happy New Year, right? It is the beginning of our, our new church year, even though it's falling at the end of our calendar year. Advent begins with the Sunday that's closest to November 30th and Advent ends on Christmas Eve. The word Advent means coming or arrival. And from the time the prophets shared about the coming of the Messiah, the nation of Israel waited. They waited in expectation and longing for the coming of their king. They waited 500 years before the birth of Jesus. So this Advent season... It's marked by our having a period of waiting. Waiting with a spirit of expectation, anticipation, of preparation, of hope, and of longing. But I want to offer a word of caution. It's easy to get caught up in the season and experience all of those feelings. We can focus on our gift-giving and receiving, on our decorating, On our meal planning and preparation, on participating in many gatherings to celebrate the season, and totally miss the expectation, anticipation, participation, preparation, hope, and longing for our Savior. It would probably be a good idea for all of us to remember that in the Christian year, the Christian calendar, The Christmas season, the time of celebration, actually doesn't begin until December the 25th, and then it lasts until Epiphany, January the 6th. That's the season of celebration. The season of Advent is that season of preparation, preparing our hearts for the coming of our King, Emmanuel, God with us. As we enter this season of Advent, we begin our new Advent series, Making Room. When it came time for Jesus to be born in Bethlehem, there was no room for him at the end. Like our lives, things were very busy in Bethlehem that night. Our schedules and our hearts and our minds can get really full with all the things to be done In order to celebrate Christmas, those things like we've talked about already, decorating gifts, all that stuff that we want to do for the season, plus all those activities that we normally have on our schedules and those chores that we have to do. But today we're going to start our series with the message of making room for God in our schedules. Now, as I started thinking about this message, the line of scripture that came to me was from the book of Jeremiah, and it was, you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. I will be found by you, declares the Lord, and will bring you back from captivity. Now, it is easy for us to get caught up or to become captive to the world around us. God wants to free us, though. That's why Jesus came. But in order for this to happen, we have to be intentional about spending time with God. Now, I'm going to expand today's scripture a little bit more, and we're going to hear from the word of God from the book of Jeremiah, the 29th chapter, verses 11 to 13. Hear the word of God. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you a hope and a future. Then you will call on me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. I will be found by you, declares the Lord, and will bring you back from captivity. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let's pray. Dear most gracious God, we thank you, Lord, that you are a God who is with us at all times. Lord, as we prepare to celebrate the, the birth of your son, help us to prepare our hearts. Help us to refocus, Lord, not just on the worldly things, but on you, God, on you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, that you might speak to us anew, that you might refresh our hearts, and that you might continue to lead, guide, and direct us in all we do. And it is in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit we pray. And all God's people said, Amen. Now, last week, I ended the message with a quote from St. Augustine, one of the early church fathers. This was the quote. You have made us for yourself, O Lord, and our hearts are restless until we rest in you. We may try to fill our hearts with all the things of this world, but if we do, we will always hunger for more. We were created for a relationship with God through Jesus Christ, our Savior, guided by the Holy Spirit. Now, when you think about relationships, what is the most important thing when you're developing a new relationship? What is the most important thing for the development of that relationship? Time. Time spent together. Getting to know one another. And that is what God wants for us, not only wants for us, but with us. He wants us to know his heart, and he wants to know our hearts as well. His desire is to heal our heart, to transform it, and give us new life, which is made possible through the sacrifice of Jesus. Now, Jesus knew the importance of spending time with the Father during his lifetime here on earth. He would rise early in the morning before the sun ever rose, and he would go off to a solitary place to be alone with God the Father. God wants to fill our hearts and minds with his love for us and for all of creation. So what does it look like to spend time with God? There are many different things we can do to get to know God better. We can have our daily devotionals. We can read and meditate on scripture, the word of God. We can pray, emptying our hearts before God and then listening for his response to us. We can journal. We can actually write down conversations with God. We can write prayers. We can write our concerns. We can record scripture that really speaks to our heart so that we can look back at it later. We can come and worship God in song and praise. And we can also participate in a small group that focuses on God. Now, I could go into a lot of detail about every one of those, but I'm not going to. Good news, huh? (laughs) Instead, I'm going to share what I think needs to be at the heart of any and all of those things above. And I'll give you a hint. It ties into today's scripture. How do we get to know God, the creator of our universe? By seeking Him. Pretty simple. By seeking Him. You will find, you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. I will be found in you declares the Lord and will bring you back from captivity. While this may not be your typical Advent scripture, I couldn't help but reflect on the wise men and the shepherds, both who came seeking the Christ child. The shepherds left their sheep and came as soon as the angels spoke to them, they started seeking Christ. And the wise men traveled long distances to seek the Christ child, the new king. Now, we all know that God is omnipresent. That means he's present everywhere, all the time. But we may not always be aware of his presence. Our hearts are often divided between the things of this world and the God who wants and desires this relationship with us. As I was praying before this writing, starting this message, I was impressed by the number of songs that we have, hymns, contemporary worship songs that speak to this need we have to spend time with God and in His presence. So I'm going to share a couple of those with you today. The first one is the, the song is from our our hymnal, and the name of it is Near to the Heart of God. I want you to listen carefully to the words of this song. There is a place of quiet rest near to the heart of God, a place where sin cannot molest near to the heart of God. O Jesus, blessed Redeemer, sent from the heart of God, Hold us who wait before thee, near to the heart of God. There is a place of comfort sweet, near to the heart of God. A place where we, our Savior, meet, near to the heart of God. O Jesus, blessed Redeemer, sent from the heart of God, hold us who wait before thee, near to the heart of God. There is a place of full release near to the heart of God, a place where all is joy and peace near to the heart of God. O Jesus, blessed Redeemer, sent from the heart of God, hold us who wait before thee near to the heart of God, a place of quiet rest, a place of comfort, sweet, a place of full release. Sound like a place you want to go to? Amen. Amen. And we can. Jesus, the one who gave himself up for you and me, and all who come to him for new life. He overcame death, and he rose again to give us new life through the Spirit. While he walked this earth, he demonstrated to us God's heart. Jesus came to show us the way, a better way, better than anything this world could ever give us. We get to know God the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, as we read his word, our scriptures, and as we become disciples of Jesus Seeking to follow in his footsteps. Another song that speaks to this need that we have to seek God's presence is a contemporary song by Carrie Job. Listen to these words. The more I seek you, the more I find you. The more I find you, the more I love you. I want to sit at your feet. Drink from the cup in your hand. Lay back against you and breathe. Feel your heartbeat. This love is so deep, it's more than I can stand. I melt in your peace. It's overwhelming. I couldn't help but think of the story of Martha and Mary from Luke 10 We're told that Martha opened her home to Jesus and his disciples during their travels. And in verse 39 to 40, we're told that Mary is sitting at the Lord's feet, listening to what he's saying. But we're also told that Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. Her schedule was full of many things to do. So Martha goes to Jesus and she complains to him, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me with all the work to do? Tell her to help me. And Jesus replies, Martha, Martha, you are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed. Or indeed, only one. Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken from her. Mary, sitting at the feet of Jesus, is seeking to hear every word that comes from his mouth. Without a doubt, she is feeling that love that was described in Carrie Job's song, that overwhelming, wonderful love. Now, like Martha, many of us have very busy schedules full of all the things that we want or need to get done. So we have to be intentional about spending time in God's presence if we are serious about our faith. In Ezekiel 36, 26 to 27, God promises his people I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit in you. I will remove from you your heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. And I will put my spirit in you and move you to follow my decrees and be careful to keep my laws. God's desire for every single one of us is to transform us, to make us new, to grow us in the likeness of his son, our savior, Jesus Christ. And we cannot do this alone. We can't do it by ourselves. Transformation is God's work, but we have a part in it. We have to make ourselves available. Transformation happens as we intentionally create space in our day with God and we read his word. As we set our hearts on God and seek to walk with Jesus each and every day, the Holy Spirit will show us where our attitudes, our thoughts, or our actions are not in alignment with those of Jesus. And we can choose again the way of Jesus. Now, there's some tips that I'm going to give you for making room in our schedules for God. And the first one is that God has to be our top priority. Not a top priority, but our top priority. The top priority. First and foremost... And then like Jesus, He drew away from the crowds and He drew away even from His disciples. And He went to a place where He could be alone with God. He went to a sacred space. So we can create a sacred space where we meet with God. It can be in our, in our house. It can be out in nature. It can be wherever we spend time drawing into his presence. The next we need to quiet our hearts and our and our minds before him yeah you know, so many times when we go into prayer or we go to be with God you know all those things are just going around and around and around and around in our heads but Psalm 4610 tells us, be still and know that I am God. So we have to still ourselves. Then the next thing is to clean out our hearts and our minds. Sometimes we have to empty it out. Pour it all out to God. Our fears, our frustrations, our worries, our joys, our blessings, everything. Pour it out to him. Psalm 51, 10 to 12 says to us, Create in me a pure heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me from your presence or take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and grant me a willing spirit to sustain me. And then the last thing is to invite Jesus in. Ephesians Ephesians 3, 16 to 19, the Apostle Paul tells us, I pray that out of his glorious riches he may strengthen you with the power through his spirit in your inner being so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and long and high And deep is the love of Christ. And to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. Then we ask God to heal any broken pieces or places within our hearts and our spirits and to renew our strength. Isaiah 40, 30, 40, 31 reassures us, but those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will, will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. God has a plan for each one of our lives. and some of us, the plan we don't have a clue about. We don't have a, that vision yet. But he has a plan for each and every single life. And those plans will indeed bring unspeakable joy and blessings. And as we spend time with him, he will reveal himself to us. And he will reveal his plans for us. As we journey through this Advent season, I want to invite every one of you to make room in your schedule for God by joining together as a congregation and reading a chapter a day from the Gospel of Luke. Let's start on December 1st, and we'll complete the entire book of Luke, the Gospel of Luke, by Christmas Eve. Choose whatever time of day fits you best. Find a quiet place and remember as you read. This is important. Because sometimes we can take, we can pick up our Bible and we can read, but we don't, we read and we kind of check it off our little list. Okay. I've done my devotions. I've done my scripture reading, but we've not entered into the presence of God. So as you pick up your Bible to read, remind yourself when you read his word, you are entering into his presence. He is there with you, speaking to you. So take note of where his word impacts your heart. If you have a journal, write down whatever word or words stand out to you in what you read. And meditate on those words, because that is God speaking to you. In closing, I want to share the words of one last song. The title of this song is Here in Your Presence, and it's recorded by New Life Worship. Listen to these words. Found in your hands fullness of joy, every fear suddenly wiped away here in your presence. All of my gains now fade away. Every crown no longer on display here in your presence. Heaven is trembling in all of your wonders. The kings and their kingdoms are standing amazed here in your presence. Here in your presence, we are undone. Here in your presence, heaven and earth become one. Here in your presence. Here in your presence, all things are new. Here in your presence, everything bows before you. Here in your presence. God is waiting for you. He's waiting for me to give him time to seek him with all of our hearts, to enter into his presence. May we make room every single day, not only to sit in his presence, but also to learn how to walk in his presence, bringing glory to him In all that we think, say, and do. Amen. Let us pray. Dear most gracious God, we thank you that you are a God who is available. Through Jesus, we can experience Emmanuel, God, with us. Through your Holy Spirit, you can still speak to us as if you were here. Because you are. In your holy scripture, you can speak to us when we enter into it with intentionality. Lord, help us to reflect every day of our life. And it it is important for us to have those special times that we seek your presence. But Lord, even in the middle of a busy day, when things get crazy, we can slip away just for a couple seconds even and enter into your presence. That we may be more fully available, not just to you, but to those around us, with your Spirit reaching out to them. And So, Lord, we thank you. Hearts full of gratitude for your availability. Lord, help us to be available to you. And it is in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit we pray. Amen.